Welcome to the Everyday Determinator Podcast with your host, Anno Kaffer, founder of the Determinator Collective. We want to help you get off that hamster wheel of life and turn you into an everyday determinator by sharing stories from our guests who have overcome varying challenges in life and careers and by reviewing and signposting you to helpful resources to start you on the journey to achieving your goals. For more information on the Determinator Collective, please visit www.anokaffer.co.uk. Thanks for listening, Determinators. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Determinator podcast. Today I'm talking with Sam Mitchell, who's a teenager living with autism. Sam has had obstacles and has had in the past and maybe still has some daily struggles, but he's on a mission to celebrate everybody and to help to reduce the stigma that surrounds autism. He has a podcast, he's host of a podcast, Autism Rocks and Rolls, and is a motivational speaker and he's done a TED speech as well. Hi, Sam. It's great to have you here with us today. How are you? Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. So tell us a little bit about Sam. What would be like a day in the life of Sam? What does that look like? Well, a day in life varies. Right now, it's just getting up at 10 a.m. And because I'm off, I'm break with college. But as I'm now, it is just, but in the meantime, it's really going to college, doing podcast work, hitting the bed and same old, same old. (laughs) So what are you studying at college, Sam? Uh, me and entrepreneurship. Okay. But I'm going right now, I'm doing general studies as of now. But I'm hope, hoping to transfer to Vincennes for media or entrepreneurship. Okay, cool. Well, that really fits in with what you're doing at the moment with the podcast and your speaking events. So why the mission that you're on? What's so important to you about getting this word out and the mission that you're on? To show autism acceptance, I think we're aware of it, and that's great, but we're not accepting of it, and that needs to change off the bat. We need to be more accepting of who we are as individuals and who others are as individuals as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. And how best can we do that? You know, how best can... So someone like me, who doesn't really have much knowledge of it, how best can I support someone that has autism, or how can I be more aware Pretty simple, except our quirky and kind of unique traits. Okay. How do you, in your in your daily life, how do you overcome the obstacles that you may be presented with in terms of living with autism? Live, well, I definitely live like every day is a privilege. Not, I don't take it for granted, but what I do to cope is I use music. I use certain aspects of life. I use calming techniques. I do different things. I sometimes lock myself in the studio where I'm at right now just to take a breath of fresh air, go outside, do whatever I need to do to help myself out. I think um, in your TED talk, I noticed you said that autism, I think currently maybe affects maybe one in 54 children in the US. Yeah. So, and I know part of your mission is talking to parents who maybe have just got the news that their child has been diagnosed with autism and try and help them to understand that it's you know it doesn't need to be a scary thing and that you can still reach success and I know your story is very much testament to that so what would you say to a, a parent who has maybe just got news that there's a diagnosis for their child um I would say don't treat it as a threat but as a gift and something else needs the doctors need to stop saying like 
hey, I'm sorry, your son has autism or in muscular dystrophy or whatever. Instead, say, hey, I know your son has autism or muscular dystrophy or spina bifida, but you know what he'll probably be able to do? He'll probably be able to do blah, blankety blank. Yeah, and not see it as a limit. That's a really great, a really great point because I think we do live in a society where you know we do almost apologize for it and see it as a limiting condition where you know it doesn't need to be that way and it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be viewed that way. So, what sort of things are you doing apart? And obviously, you've got the podcast and you're doing some speaking engagements and things to tell people that why it's important to reduce the stigma around autism so what sort of thing are you telling people when you go around what i do when i try to go around people is tell them to be accepting obviously of everyone of everybody but i want them to take the stigma off of autism and other conditions and show that there's no need for pityness there's nothing to be sorry about no absolutely um, i agree is there any other things that we should know about living with autism that you would like to tell us uh, you know in your experience yeah, sure. I might some. I guess something I could say is it might be challenging to converse with them sometimes, but when they're hard headed or when they're like up something in their mind, when they're focused on it, they're hyper focused, there's nothing going on else. And when they're conversing, they want to constantly talk about something. It can be a challenge for them to not to eventually drop the topic. We may talk about it for two hours, and I personally, I never seen the problem with it. Probably maybe just because I'm biased with the autism, maybe because that's just who I am. I don't know, but I guess for others, it's a hard reason. And I'm going to be honest, I don't understand why. What would you say are your traits? I know people living with autism will have different traits and what one person may experience, another may be totally different. What would you say your traits are in terms of what you present with? Um, Definitely a unique ability to be outside of the box and be creative. I like to do certain things, maybe that uh, there's always like rewatch wrestling every day of my life. Same, same, same episodes, same series, all that, and not go to the new thing. Sometimes I'll stick and watch the same old, same old. So I can keep it fresh in my mind every day. I guess that like a comfort thing, you know, it just makes you feel good to, to rewatch things. Yeah, rewatch and study it a little more each time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and learn more from it. I know um, you mentioned wrestling there. I know you had an interview with um, one of the stars from WWE. Pardon my ignorance because I'm not a very um, big on I used to watch it a little bit when I was younger, but not so much. Um, well, you got it right. So I'll give you yeah. that. Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you had um, Mick Foley on your, on your show. And what was that like? That was great, man. He's the hump. I'm telling you. Probably one of the most humble celebrities, if not the most humble. He's in the top five. Yeah. Because he he has so money. Yeah, he lives like an average daily Joe. And I, I guess apparently, I just learned this the other day. He's, instead of like renting rooms, sometimes he'd sleep on the couch like a homeless person would. Right. I suppose whatever you're comfy with, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I'm surprised because you'd think he'd go, go to the hotels and all that. Yeah. No, he'd sleep on the couch like a homeless person, I thought. That's your super, that's your main event right there. Yeah, that's a superpower in itself, isn't it? Yeah. And the cool part is, and a lot of the wrestlers also be going like after the matches, we go to bars and strip clubs and all that. Instead, it, he he wasn't like that. He was more of like a guy who would like read, visit battlefields and museums, and but also then maybe go home or rush to find the last flight to visit his family. Yeah, you gotta admire that. Well, absolutely, and I think that just goes to show that you know. 
we're all different sometimes and you know even what people may think about us or you know what people may see um, you know we think celebrity we think you know they would be going to the lavish hotels and um, going to all the parties and actually really he's just not like that you know and I think we all do that sometimes we maybe have thoughts in our mind about what someone's going to be like and then actually we need to learn a bit and get to know them and find something different. So talking of your podcast, I know you've had some really good success with the podcast. You know, you're um, flying, really. I think you've got quite a lot of episodes and you've had some some other celebrities. I think I read that you had um, an Australian rock band on and you've had um, NASCAR people and lots and lots of different, you know, interesting guests on. Did you have a favourite episode? Uh, with the guests, it was for episode-wise, it's probably Mick Foley, but I feel like celebrity that wasn't Mick really is James Durbin. He's the fourth runner-up of the American Idol 2011 season. Okay. And he has autism, but he, he's a rock star. He also has Tourette syndrome, and he's a father and all many successful attributes that he has. And he was pretty great, too. But I did once upon a time a London. You might hear this one. He was on Britain's Got Talent, David Cubby, and he's a blind comedian. Okay. Um, he was on Britain's Got Talent, and... He has a degenerate eye disorder, so he's blind, basically, but he still lives like an average Joe. Good, and I think it's really great that you're showcasing, um, you know, people that are living with conditions that, you know, we look at from the outside as being, you know, troublesome or, you know, hard to live with, and I'm sure there are challenges. But the important message that you're getting across is that, you know, that there's absolutely still the capability for people to succeed and to live, you know, wonderful lives and doing wonderful things. You know, yourself, you're doing wonderful things, speaking events and your podcast and living a normal, successful life with your condition rather than, you know, we hear a lot of times people referring to it as suffering from a condition, but really it's living with a condition. Would you agree? Yeah, I would call. I would say that. I could say that. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a guest maybe that um, had a a different impact on you or something that you learned from one of your guests that you didn't know on the journey into autism? You know, I think I mentioned before that maybe people have different attributes or different experiences with autism. Did you learn something that surprised you from one of your guests? Sure. I'm not surprised, but I learned something from her. If you hear from Temple Grandin, she's a big autistic advocate, big in the agriculture science world. She's very straight to the point. She doesn't understand chit chat, so that's yeah. kind of cool about her. But what I learned from her is she thinks in pictures, and you have to be very specific with her. You can't say, go to the drawer to the left. She doesn't be like, well, what drawer? Uh, the top drawer to the left. You got to be kind of very specific with her. And that's why I think sometimes with everyone, Someone on the spectrum is you got to be very specific. You yeah, can't say, yeah. find the, one of the things, a funny story with me is I once upon a time, the grandparents, they would always say to me, go get the thing on the island. Okay, what the heck is an island? I envisioned an island that was staying in trees. That's how I know it. <laughs> but I guess on the part of a ta- on the tail, there's a part of the tail called the island. I can never, I still cannot figure it out. You got to be like, okay, where on the island specifically? Uh, corner left on the island, upright on the island. You got to be, key details here yeah and just more detailed i think you mentioned temple grand in there i think you're having a gala is that correct next year yeah. uh um, yes ma'am i do not know much my editor knows more about it than i do i'll be honest with you but i do know she's the keynote speaker she'll be speaking yeah. virtually we will have um social canteen and smoke works 
uh, around us. We also have a silent auction okay. that we will be producing. We will have food. We do not know what food yet. We'll be honest. Yeah. And we'll have some music and it'll be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. I think you you've, um, you do a number of um, speaking and things like that, don't you? You go about and do speaking events as much as you do with your podcast. Right. I've, I haven't done much. I've done a couple. I've spoken at IU Nurses and Indiana University. Okay. I've also spoken to, I've done like many smalls to a chamber of commerce. But the big one I have is in February 2022, where I'll be speaking in, in Broken Arrows, Oklahoma, to a national autism conference. Okay, that's amazing. So how are you preparing for that? I haven't done much of it yet. We've been so busy, but we're hoping one day that we'll get to it. I have like a full PowerPoint already that I'm going to use. And like I've used some past, I'm just going to tweak it up a little bit. Yeah. Make it easy good. on us. So you're excited about that opportunity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, one, I've never been to Oklahoma. I'm excited to visit. I guess apparently Broken Arrows isn't big. And I'm excited because even though it's not the biggest experience, I love the travel. Traveling is always a fun experience where I treat like a vacation, like a big holiday sometimes. Yeah. I know it's a business trip, but you know, I like to experience the world a little bit. I told my mother, like, if we go here, that's fine. But understand, we need to experience a little bit of this. Even if it's going to the broken, smallest, broken airs, Oklahoma museum. Yeah. Let's just experience a little bit. Yeah. No, I, well, that's something I'm, me and you have in common there, Sam, because when I like to go somewhere, even if it is for a business trip, I like to go somewhere and experience something, even if it is, like you say, one museum or one park or just a part of that place. Yeah, national parks. I've never been a big fan of national parks because to me, national parks are always the same. It's like, oh, you know, I can see this in Indiana. In museums, you can't see some of the stuff in Indiana. Yeah. And then there's some that, I mean, I'm a big fan of like zip lining, tours, learning, shopping. I mean, not like like shopping, like souvenir shopping. Yeah. Um, wax museums always been a big fan of that, and like every big kid at heart, amusement parks. Yeah, we uh, love that. Oh yeah, probably a go to for me is a uh, and water parks, but probably a big go to for me is putt putt because of the themes and it's different each time. And I personally love that. Good. Well, I, I hope you have a great trip when you go to Oklahoma in February. Then I'm sure you will. Um, Thank you. What would you say to people who are looking to maybe support people with autism in reducing the stigma and, you know, increasing awareness around what your mission is? What would you say to those people, people that want to help the mission? Well, I would say the way to get involved is really to contact me and we can figure out a way for you to definitely help out. But really, sponsorship is a big way of helping or show that you're behind this mission every day and day. Or collaborative work with me. I'm always looking for collaborative work. Yeah. And feel free to ask questions, too. If you have a question about someone who's on the spectrum or someone who is autistic and what you should do, that's a way to help. I can show you what to do where we can learn the ropes. Well, that, that would be great. And what we'll do is we'll include your website and things and the links to podcast in here so that if people want to like listen to some of the episodes we've spoken about or get in contact with you, we can do that. What other things do you like to enjoy, Sam? I know you mentioned there um, going to museums and ziplining, but what do you do for fun when you're, you know, you've been at college all day and you come home and you've had your dinner? What do you do for fun? Probably a lot of music to help just to calm down for the day and wake up for the day and then just relax, really. Big fan of that. And hanging out with friends is something I do. A lot of going out to eat is a, probably a big thing in our family. Like to go out to eat, like at Outback, Steakhouse, probably my favorite yep. um, restaurant of all time, believe it or not. Burger King. I mean, not like 
fast food, we like sit-in spots, like any crossroads. We like to go out to eat. That's our probably our probably the thing that keeps our family holding apart. But not just that, probably the love and support I get. But as far as favorite things to do, that's something we all love to do. I think um, your mum and um, some of your family maybe help with the podcasts and the production and things like that. Is that yeah, correct? Some of that. We have a board, and my mother is on the board. My father is on the board, but my grandfather is also on the board. So keep it all going with you and uh, keep the mission rolling. Yeah, but we have other people who support it. Yeah. We have a treasurer and a secretary who's not related at all. Okay. So you mentioned music as well. What kind of music? Do you go to what's your faves? Rock, rock. but also I like a little bit of variety as well, like country, rap. You know, I mean, I, I like to keep it all the same. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm the same. I'm a rock and roll heart probably as well, <laughs> whereas most of my friends are probably not. But yeah, it's, it's good fun to have a bit of variety. Yeah, I like horror music. I'm not a big fan of like getting startled or anything like that. It really just makes me mad. But I don't mind scaring someone else, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah. odd personal perspective but i do like horror music i guess some of the horror music that's slow and kind of odd is very comforting yeah. and it's very cool and calm and relaxing to me yeah it's all about finding something that works for you and i think it depends what your mood you're in that day as well listen to it if you're trying to relax or if you're trying to go party then it's two different things isn't it yeah yeah well, Sam, you know, it's been really good talking to you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners in terms of your mission or anything about autism that I've not picked up today? Um, is there anything else you would like to add to that conversation before we close? Um, well, I guess I'll just leave with some advice. I think if the world could be nice and not be stupid, I think we get along perfectly and pretty well. And even the second part, be stupid, is hard for me, so I'll admit that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate that. It's been lovely talking to you. And what we'll do is, we'll, like I say, we'll add your links into the, the show notes for this episode so that people can contact Sam. Like I say, he's got a fabulous website with lots and lots of information and pictures and of the guests that he spoke to on Autism Rocks and Rolls. And, um, you know, obviously we recommend that people take a listen. And as Sam has said, get in touch if there is anything that you would like to ask or contribute to the mission as well in terms of sponsorship or, you know, helping in any way. Thank you so much for joining us, Sam. We would really appreciate that. And you've been giving us some really good insight into what you do and what your mission is. And we'd really appreciate that. So thank you very much. You are welcome. And thank you for having me on again. It's been an honor. You're remarkable. Thank you. So whether you're bouncing back from a challenge or storming forward to the next one, the Determinator Collective is here for you. Stay remarkable, Determinators. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss when new episodes are posted. We will continue to deliver real-life insights on overcoming challenges, practical tips, and advice on becoming unstuck with a collective of people just like you, our everyday Determinators. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your friends. Thanks for listening, Determinators.